episode number one of The Room, Where It Happened. The new podcast from the same folks that brought you A Fork in Time, the Alternate History Podcast. I'm Don, sitting in the host chair today, but as we'll discover as we begin this journey down the new, the new podcast, The Room, Where It Happened, we're going to have lots of folks that are sitting in lots of different chairs. That's sort of the concept behind the podcast, and we certainly are glad that you found us here for our inaugural episode. Uh, you probably found us, potentially, as being a listener of A Fork in Time. We've been talking about getting this launched here for the last couple of months as we slide into the summer of 2021. You may have found us some other way. However you found your way in, welcome, and we hope that you find it a place that you come to frequently and a place that you enjoy. Today's first episode is going to be a little bit different in the sense that it's going to provide an introduction into this into the format of the podcast, or at least the way we envision uh, the podcast being. It'll be a work in progress, no doubt about that, very much as a fork in time has been. But also, uh, you'll understand as we describe the format why it's going to be a little bit different today in the sense that it actually sets up what will be episode number two. So, just to give you a little background, for those of you that know A Fork in Time, you know that we take the alternate history approach to history. Now, very often when we're doing our alternate history approach, the what-ifs, we often have to talk about the what-dids. In fact, one of the dangers that Alexis and I have grown through the podcast here over the first couple of years on A Fork in Time is realizing that sometimes it's easier to dwell or hang around in the what-did because it's so interesting without getting over into the what-if. And so that's when we came up with the concept of The Room Where It Happened. Uh, is a, a podcast that is not bound by the what-if alternate history genre. There's no doubt that we'll get into that from time to time because it's, an, it's a good way to think through and to think about historical events is to not only talk about what did happen, but what could have happened, what might have happened, what the impacts of the actual event happening or the event not happening would have been. But the concept on The Room Where It Happened is to actually dwell more on the what did talk about the significance of the what did, find out new interesting things about the what did, and basically more of a true, pure history uh, podcast. In fact, sort of our, our subtitle here on The Room Where It Happened is the idea is that we want to be history from inside the room. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the inspiration for the name and also sort of, again, part of the concept that we'll be taking here. Uh, the concept that we will launch into each of the particular topics around is going to be this idea of the quote-unquote room. I think most often that will be a, a physical room of some size. It may be small, it might be a closet or a phone booth, or it might be as large as something that is theoretical in terms of being a room like a stadium or, or theater of battle or something like that. But generally speaking, I think it will be a contained closed space that most of the time will probably have a door or set of doors. And the idea is that we're going to launch into and look at these particular historical events from the perspective of what went on in that room the quote-unquote room where it, whatever it is in history, actually happened. Uh, for those of you that are fans of uh, A Fork in Time and are certainly probably fans of, of Broadway musicals, you certainly probably already know where we derived uh, the title from. It, it's a derivative off of one of the songs uh, from Lin-Manuel Miranda's um, very, very, very uh, groundbreaking and very, very popular Hamilton. In that particular case, uh, one of the musical number is, numbers is about a quote-unquote room where it happened. In fact, there's a couple of numbers that work around this theme. The idea of the people that are in the room get to make the decisions, and the people that are outside the room don't get to make the decisions. Although, as I think as we go through some of the topics that we're going to explore here on the podcast, we'll discover that, yeah, normally it is probably the folks that are in the room, but sometimes it's the folks that aren't in the room that may be the big factors, the big movers in the particular historical event that we're talking about. And so it felt appropriate for our first episode to actually focus on the primary 
historical event that that particular musical number from the musical Hamilton is about, and that's the room where it happened in the case of the Compromise of 1790, uh, what is uh, sometimes uh, known, uh, it's known by a number of different names, it's sometimes called the Dinner Table Bargain. And so that's actually going to be our first topic. Couldn't imagine doing anything else since that in some way was the inspiration for the title of the podcast as well as the concept of the podcast. So it only felt fitting that our first topic would actually be the Compromise of 1790, which is also sometimes called the Dinner Table Bargain. So here is generally what the format of the podcast is going to be. Actually, what we're going to do in most instances is we're going to introduce the topic. We're going to call the topics rooms. So, for example, room one will be the compromise of 1790. Uh, the next topic that we cover, topic two, will be room two. Easy enough to figure out what we're doing there. I don't need to go on and give additional examples. But what we intend to do is we intend to introduce the room at the end of one of our episodes. So it will sort of be a, a teaser, a primer of what's coming up next. And so that will be often, you might want to think about thinking back towards what we do inside of a fork in time where we do the historical what did before we talk about the what if. In this case, we're going to talk about the historical what did in the sense of a broad general understanding above what this historical event was, where the room was, when the room was, who was in the room, that type of thing. It's the scene setting, the stage setting part of what we're going to do. The reason we're going to introduce that at the end of an episode is we really are hoping to try to make the room where it happened a much more interactive experience, which is tough to do, candidly, with a podcast. And so what we'll do by introducing the topic is that we'll give you a chance to go and visit a number of the different places that we set up on our website. Perhaps it's on the Facebook page for the room where it happened. A number of different places. And give us your thoughts on that particular topic. The types of things that you think are insightful about that. Uh, basically just giving us all types of information that comes out of your head about it. It could be maybe interesting facts that may not be in the public domain or, or pointing us to a website that may give us a little more insight, an article that's been written, an essay that's been written, whatever the case might be, giving us some feedback on the actual topic. Now again, that introduction is going to be fairly brief. It's going to be high level. Uh, most of the time it'll probably be drawn from like a, a first two or three paragraph of a Wikipedia page kind of approach. But the intent of the room where it happened, yeah, nice little voice break there. <laughs> the intent of the room where it happened is then to go deeper into that topic. And the way that we will go deeper is in the subsequent episode, when it is the main part of the episode that follows. At that point, we'll be inviting in our guests, some of the folks you already know, folks like Chris Coppola, uh, Brett Frost, others, uh, Dean Rogers, some of the others that are out there, Eric Rush, uh, names that you probably recognize, and some others that have decided to come along for the ride as well, and perhaps that may even include you, because the concept will be that when we come back for the next episode is we will have an open, freewheeling discussion. Sometimes that might turn into debate. Uh, sometimes that might turn into exploratory questions, whatever it might be, where we have the thoughts that are coming from all of those various hosts, and they will be commenting on and being focused by the things that you, the listeners, have put in through that feedback process. So let me see if I can describe this again in much simpler terms, maybe much shorter. We're going to introduce a topic at the end of one episode. Give some time, because we're only going to be looking to do produce an episode about once a month here on The Room Where It Happened. For the subsequent episode, which will actually be recorded about mm, two and a half to three weeks after uh, the episode where the topic is suggested is released, during that period of time is the opportunity for our listeners to provide feedback, thoughts, comments, questions, insights, all the things that go with that. 
And then when we do the subsequent recording, we will be looking at those and incorporating those into the discussion that happens at that time. By the way, if you haven't thought about being a host on the show, become part of the cast of the show, if you will, one of the talking heads, that's your opportunity to say, hey, I really know a lot about that. I'd love to be part of that. And so there'll be enough time not only for you to submit comments or thoughts, but actually submit the fact that you would actually like to participate on that episode. Our goal here is to have a very wide and diverse uh, group of people with different philosophical understandings, different backgrounds, different uh, historical areas of expertise, different insights that we come to bring around these particular events. And the idea is to really come from each episode knowing more about that event than we did before. Hopefully finding out that there's something surprising that we thought we knew, maybe that we didn't, or that we didn't know, and suddenly realize, yeah, when I think about it, I guess I knew that all along. So that's the concept in the big picture about what the room where it happened is going to be. Hope I that made sense in roughly about nine or nine and a half minutes worth of explanation. But that's why this episode is going to be a little bit different, because we're not going to jump directly in to the topic. Uh, we plan to have the recording on this first topic here in about a week and a half to two weeks subsequent from when this episode drops. Uh, so what this episode will be, in addition to providing that background information, that introduction, if you will, to the format of the room where it happened, is that uh, this episode will actually introduce room one. Again, room one is topic one, and as I talked about, that's going to be the compromise of 1790. We'll uh, do that, or I'll do that, right after the break. We hope that you stick with us. Would groceries delivered to you in as fast as one hour save you a trip to the store? Instacart makes that possible thanks to personal shoppers in your area who hand-select items based on your preferences from the stores you love. And shopping multiple stores is possible on a single order. Instacart picks the freshest produce and even keeps your eggs safe, all while finding everything you usually buy, providing smart suggestions for new items, and even highlighting deals to help you save money. And now you get free delivery on your first order over $35. Let Instacart know we sent you and help support our show by following the link in the show notes. Instacart. Groceries delivered in as fast as one hour. Welcome back to episode number one of The Room Where It Happened. Uh, good to have you back with us here today. As I mentioned before the break, uh, the rest of the episode here will be setting up uh, Room One, Topic One, for The Room Where It Happened, which is the Compromise of 1790. Uh, so just as a reminder, the United States comes into being as a new nation under the Constitution. It had existed under the Articles of Confederation after winning its independence. But it comes into its existence under the Constitution uh, with the election of 1788 and the swearing-in of its first president, George Washington, in early 1789. So here we are in 1790. The government is new, and a lot of things are still being worked out. And so one of the interesting things that comes to exist as we move from the spring and into the summer of, of 1790 is a situation where there's a, a clash or a deadlock that's happening on a couple of different issues. One of those issues is a bill that has been put forth and is being uh, uh, advocated by the Secretary of the Treasury, Alexander Hamilton, uh, that basically is, is about what's going to happen with the assumption of the debts from the revolution uh, that were issued by the states because they were into, they were the entities at the time, the, the states, um, during the revolution itself. And so the 
act that's before Congress is what's known as the Funding Act or the Assumption Act. And what Hamilton is seeking to do is to actually have the federal government take responsibility for these state debts by issuing federal debt uh, that would pay off and would, would, would bring together, would consolidate the various state debts that would then be owed by the new federal government. And so uh, what he is pushing for is the concept of assumption. A number of different reasons for that. We'll talk about that in episode two when we actually get down into the reason for it. Uh, but that's one of the things that, that is a big part of his plan, uh, trying to be the architect for the financial structure of the new country and how it's going to work. The other particular matter that's, uh, that's reached some, some loggerheads, if you will, in the Congress is the fact that the Constitution called for the creation of a capital area, a federal district where the capital will be located. Uh, one of the things that the Founding Fathers did in the Constitution was wanted to have a situation where the capital would not be in any one particular state. It would be in a unique, uh, separate area, what we now know as the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., uh, that would be distinct from any state. But where that was going to be or how that was going to be was not yet fully decided. And in fact, as we draw in towards the period here in early 1790, about 16 different um, concepts have been put forward for where that would be, ranging from New York to, to Philadelphia to other places. And so that's something that has not yet been decided. And of course, what happens in the Compromise of 1790, the quote-unquote room, <laughs> the room where this happens is actually at a dinner party that's actually hosted by Jefferson. Jefferson is the Secretary of State, uh, so he's an influential person, obviously, inside of uh, the first administration's cabinet. Uh, he's also, of course, known for being one of the writers of the Declaration of Independence, and uh, he's come back to assume this position after being the envoy to France during the period of the Articles of Confederation. So that's why he's not holding any elected office. Uh, it's an appointed office that he's holding the Secretary of State position, which is one of the three first federal cabinet-level officers, even before they sort of officially called it the cabinet. Um, but he's holding that level, and he's uh, very closely aligned with James Madison. James Madison, most famously known uh, sort of by the epitaph of the father of the Constitution, and both of them happen to be Virginians. Hamilton happens to be from New York. And so they have a vested interest in being opposed to the idea that the new federal government would assume any debts, uh, that was very much not their political philosophy when it came to what the role of this federal government would be. So they opposed Hamilton philosophically, but they also had an interest in hoping that the capital would be located somewhere in or near Virginia. Now, of course, we know at the end of the, at the, end of the day, uh, Washington, D.C. is extracted from a territory that had been part of Maryland but sits right on the, on the border with Virginia. And so we know what actually happens. But what supposedly happens in this room, which is sometime around June 20th of 1790, give or take, and may not have been a single meeting, is at this dinner party a compromise was struck. And the compromise that was struck was that the votes necessary for Hamilton to get passage of his Assumption Act would be delivered by Madison and Jefferson, particularly by delivering critical key votes from Virginia, one of the largest states, and that's one of the largest delegations inside of the House of Representatives. And in exchange for that, Hamilton would be willing to push for and advocate that the capital would not be located in New York, but would actually be located where it ends up being, what becomes the District of Columbia there on the Potomac, uh, on the border between Virginia and Maryland. And so that's the deal that struck in the quote-unquote room, and that's what happened. So when we come back on episode two, we're going to dig into that and understand what that's about how important was that? Uh, there are historians that, histori historians that argue 
it is perhaps one of the three most important quote-unquote compromises in uh, U.S. history. Uh, we can talk about whether it fits that bill, but the Missouri Compromise is often mentioned, the Compromise of 1850. You know, there are other compromises in American history. In fact, I think one of the topics most definitely will be on episode two is the role of compromise in government. And uh, one of the things I also should mention is the room where it happens, while we're not going to be overtly political or overtly partisan, we're going to be a little bit more willing to allow partisan things to slip into the discussions here within ballots, because I think that can be done in a way that is not argumentative, that is instructive. But, you know, for example, what is the nature of compromise as it existed in 1790, and what is the nature of compromise that exists in 2021? I think we will discover, at least from my perspective, they're different. But you may disagree with me, and some of the other panelists may disagree with me. Uh, so it's not too late to, to put in your thoughts on that if you want to. So hopefully I've done a good job today of at least setting up what the room where it happened is going to be. Uh, setting up the initial room number one, topic number one, which is going to be the Compromise of 1790. And now this is the part where I encourage you to actually go and interact with us. So let me tell you where you can do that. You can go to www.aforkintimepodcast.com. Uh, the, the, the mothership is still the website. When you get to the website, a couple of different things you can do. You can see the link that's there in the top bar that'll take you to the room where it happened. There you can get a little bit more information about the Room Where It Happened, uh, some of the other things that are there, actually a link there to join the Room Where It Happened team, if that's what you want to do. And certainly we welcome and encourage those that still want to be a part of the podcast. The other thing that you can do, though, is actually there's an option there known as the Forum. So one of the things we've uh, gone back to doing here on the website, it won't just be for the Room Where It Happened, although I think that's primarily where you will see most of the action, is we've reestablished a forum, uh, like other forums that you see online, which is a place to actually go in make comments, ask questions, do posts, that type of thing. And you'll find that there's already a, a particular post that's there on the forum, which is under the category for the room where it happened. And you'll see room number one, the Compromise of 1790, also known as the dinner table deal. And so in comments or responses back to that is where you can put questions, comments, links to interesting facts. Again, just whatever you as a listener think thinks would make um, episode two better from us having seen that, thought about that, quest being questioned by that, whatever the case might be. And so you can go, again, to the website, www.aforkintidepodcast.com, follow the link to the forum. There you'll find the room number one topic. You can create new topics, but we certainly encourage you to collect your topics there and to reply and interact. We're going to ask our folks to be respectful. We're going to ask you to engage in thoughtful exchange and intercourse. That doesn't mean that you have to agree. It just means that if you disagree, please do so agreeably. The other thing that you can do is in the show notes uh, for this particular episode here uh, on the podcast, there will be links to these various things, including a direct link to the forum. And if you want to, if it's just easier for you to interact with us on social media, in this case it's Facebook, uh, then there's the link that's also in the show notes that will take you to the Room Where It Happened podcast page on Facebook, which is also going to be found at Facebook slash The Room Where It Happened podcast. And that's a long series of characters to put together. Again, there'll be a link uh, down in the show notes. And so we really encourage you to go and, and do that. Uh, give us some thoughts, give us some suggestions, point us to some good sources, all the things that will make our discussion among the panel the first time that we gather a panel together on episode number two to discuss room number one uh, 
we'll, we'll do so in a way that's a little bit more informed and a little bit more challenged. And of course, following the concept sort of a domino theory kind of approach, at the end of episode number two, we will introduce room number two, uh, which we'll then cover on episode number three. So it'll always be one-off. Uh, you will actually see the particular topic introduced uh, on the episode that's before it, and that's okay. Actually, I may renumber this episode so that it's sort of the new zero, zero, zero or something like that so that it goes in a different order. Probably would be easier if the episode numbers matched up with the rooms, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Either way, uh, we ask you to subscribe to the feed. That way you'll make sure you catch every new release and understand that the room where it happened is intend to be to, intended to be a longer form podcast. And so it's going to run, each episode will run longer, but we will we'll be doing them less frequently. What we envision right now is a once-a-month once release schedule. We may find that we're able to do a little bit faster cadence than that. If we can, we certainly will. But if we can't, uh, we want to focus on the quality and not the quantity. So again, appreciate you joining us here for episode number one. I've been excited to get to the point of actually recording this. And so as I'm closing it down here, I'm going to say once again, thank you for being part of our family of podcasts, and thanks for listening. Have a great day.